1: They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network.
1: Talk Sport Powered by fans. It's, oh, a goal! it's absolutely
0: world-class.
1: and puts it in the air Aiden Flint whets the arm it's still with Lee Gregory he's in the box tries to screw him is he gonna be there yeah. yes oh my
0: word Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name's Dan Fudge. This is the Hello from the Other Side edition. Tonight joining me, I've got Mark the Robe Adams, so-called because he films all of his podcast episodes whilst wearing his dressing gown. Big fan of that, Mark. And I am actually quite... Do you know what? I make a point of, try, of having to take my robe off when we're recording our show to put it back on. But uh, in Yorkshire, it's called a house coat. So, uh, you know, but I'm showing me age there a little bit. Now, uh, as irony would have it, Uh, We're talking to, uh, you know, a club from the Midlands and uh, given the last six weeks with the team that we've played four times uh, in the last six weeks, Mark's based in Coventry. And we're talking (laughs) tonight on... Always my favourite bit. That in it <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is good. Oh, in it, that is it. Yeah, I bring I bring in all the class to it, Mark. So, uh, so listen, we're going to talk about the upcoming game uh, between the, uh, the the Wednesday and uh, and Birmingham. Now, I believe you've been given extra tickets. Uh, like, uh, have you? We've given you some yes. like fifteen hundred extra tickets. Does that mean we've given you the west stand lower, or we've we just given you more of the away end? You'll be behind <laughs> a goal, which is always nice to see.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, t- to be honest, I- I'm gonna have to make do with Sky on um, on Friday because I-, I can't make it this time around. Uh, I'm, go- I'm absolutely gutted because Hillsborough is one of my favourite away days. I love it up there. Um, so yeah, sadly they moved it to a Friday, so I, I can't make it because of work and so on. But um, yeah, we're taking a big following. Um, dare I say if, if we'd uh, brought that many? To be fair. Um, but no, yeah.
0: Uh, so, sorry, Mark. My apologies. You said, yeah, we're going to take a big following, and then the uh, and then the internet cut out. So can we start again <laughs> from that one?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I think the internet's laughing at us, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it always is. Um, but no, seriously. No, we're we, um, we're all buzzing. I mean, we haven't had a, a couple of you know we've had a couple of losses, but the, the, the atmosphere around the place has, has improved so much since Mister mm-hmm. Mowbray came in. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we, we're really Playing well, we're just not scoring. You know, the, the final third. Everything up until the final third is, is good, but that final third, we're absolutely toothless at the minute. So um, I'm sure Tony uh, Tony Mowbray will sort that out in summer. I think there's going to be some investment in the summer. So if we can get get through to uh, to May and then see what happens, but um, yeah, I mean, um, look look forward to watching the game Friday. I think it'll be a a tough one. Of the old cliche, there's no uh, easy games in this league, is there?
0: I was I was saying to uh, to another podcast earlier today that like do you remember that season where there was something like six points separated eighth to about twenty first the championship yeah. is like that anybody can beat anybody it's absolutely insane. Um so so listen Mike you know it's it's been a weird season to, for for Birmingham City especially along the lines of starting very well under Eustace and then mm. uh, so let let's talk about that where were you fourth or fifth when Eustace got his marching orders and you won two games prior to Eustace's departure and it was a bit yeah. of a terribly kept secret about Rooney coming there wasn't it like you know everybody mm. in your circles kind of kind of half expected it to happen so did you feel like Eustace had done his time? He was there, what, four years? And do you feel like he'd, he, you know, his, his time was up and it needed a bit of an injection?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, John, we were his first full time job in the in the football league. Um, we'd only had it. I mean, he he replaced Lee Bowyer, so really, mm-hmm. we'd only we only had it a couple of years out of him. But um, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I love. John for what he did um, I don't think Dare I say I think he, I don't think He was a top six manager I know A lot of people From the outside Were saying Oh you must be crazy Getting rid of him You know top six But it, it was five minutes Into the season You know Yeah There was, yeah, yeah. There was always That feeling You know it, It's very early days I mean We were only a couple Of points off 18th So you know <laughs> it, it's, just, it's just You know I mean People forget We went through September We picked up like I think it was one point Out of five games um, right. And I was, I was at Norwich and then things were quite ugly at Norwich. We lost at, at Norwich 2-0 and people were calling for his head. Um, but I mean, yeah, full credit to him. You know, he, he gave us a bit of pride back. You know, he he, he got people um, sort of interested again. Um, and then, like say, you know, Wayne Rooney came in and I, I, to, to this day, I, I, I don't know the logic behind it. I think it's... Well,
0: let's, let's, it let's, let's pull that apart. So Tom Brady and his pals have come in.
2: You know, uh, for mm. some reason,
0: uh, mm. I, you know, I, I think Rob Gronkowski is invested in somewhere as well as needs some. In, mm. Is it in your club or someone else's? But, but yeah, we're now yeah. getting mega rich NFL player, ex NFL players coming in to yeah. buy championship teams, which seems insane to me. But there must be some kind of financial tax fiddle or something. I, I assume that's what it is. So, Rooney's come in. Eustace has gone. You were, you were relatively top of the league. And you're right, Mark. There was a lot of people out, on the outskirts saying, well, that's a bit harsh. They're, they're, you know, Jim White was mm-hmm. very vocal about it and then got Eustace on his show to talk about it. He was very magnanimous when he was speaking about it. Really classy interview it was from, uh, mm-hmm. from Eustace. But, but Rooney coming in. Now, on one hand, you've got Wayne Rooney coming in and you're thinking, right, he's well-connected. He's he's been mm. one of the best English footballers that we've seen in this country for, you know, arguably the last 20 years. Uh, but on the other hand, he's a bit of a shit average manager. Like, uh, you know, did, did you expect him to open his little black book and get a few players in and, and and that type of thing? Because it's not, you know, he got relegated with Derby. It's not like he was the messiah there, but for some reason, when he's talking to the lads in the car park, you know, he's the best mm. thing he's sliced bread. He just got relegated.
2: No. To be honest, Dan, I mean, it- Already, his CV is in tatters. Yeah, <laughs> and he's, nice. that he's so young and it's so early in his career, but it, it lies in tatters now already. Mm-hmm. Um, like say, took Derby down, finished ninth in the in the MLS, which, you know, that's not really a, an achievement. Um, yeah. part, part of me wanted him to do well. I mean, the first game we had against Hull, we lost him um, at home 2-0 and it was absolutely toxic for a, really? a guy making his... That, yeah. I mean, for a guy making his managerial debut, it was it was awful. I mean, the performance was awful, but off the pitch, I've never seen a guy get so much abuse from his from his home debut. Um, he didn't really. The impression he gave was that he didn't do any homework on our club. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he didn't get himself familiar with Blues fans. He just seemed offish. His body language was, you know, off. He didn't seem to want to be there for for the sake of a, a better word. Um, and those fifteen games were, were just awful. I mean, mm-hmm. already we've we've moved on and for, forgot it ever happened. It was that bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, maybe in another galaxy, in another time, if you shove him into a TARDIS, he might do alright somewhere. But I don't think he's management material. You know, <laughs> no,
0: I, I, I think he. I, you know, you've seen a lot of these things where the the best managers don't tend to have had a glittering career. And on the other side of it, the glittering players don't seem to have had a great managerial career, you know? And, and he kind of like, well, is there a, an aloofness? Is there like a, a holier than thou attitude of, of somebody like Rooney coming in? And can you imagine, you can see him because he's that type of person shrugging yeah. his shoulders, going, that all shit. You know what I mean? You can imagine him, you can imagine him being like that, can't you? And, and, and what well, tactical well, now knaps- has he got?
2: Well, that's, that's a comment we, we've been saying for a few months, to be honest, about a lot of our players. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just pure and simple, a gamble for his name. Like I say, I, after seeing the abuse he got, part of me did want him to come good and to shut people up. Um, but it didn't happen. It never looked like happening. It just got worse and worse and worse, and it was. Could you absolute... could
0: you see a, a, a philosophy trying to creep in there? Could you see what he was trying to achieve? Because I can imagine under Eustace quite pragmatic football, and then yeah. Rooney wanted to put his stamp on that. But just like with us with Chisco Moonoth at the start of the season. I couldn't see what he was trying to achieve. I couldn't see, did he want to play long ball? Did he want to play uh, expansive, pressing, Dick attacker? Like, I couldn't understand what, what he was trying to achieve. Did you Did you manage to get a sense of what Rooney was trying to achieve? Because I can imagine it being a lot to all of a sudden, you know, two or three months into the season to then go, you know, all that you've been doing and all that you've been practising over the summer, forget all that, we're doing it this way.
2: You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I know. I, to be honest, Dan, I mean... He was trying to play out from the back, and you've got a, a for example, a goalkeeper like John Ruddy, who's, you know, coming up thirty-eight. He's played his whole career one certain style, and all of a sudden, you're not going to get in playing like you know, you know, it's like Michael Jackson in goal. It was like, um, not <laughs> the ball. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was awful. I mean, you know, throwing out to defenders who, who aren't used to that, you know, high press. There was gaps everywhere. I mean, the only way I can describe it, it was purely like playground football. It was, yeah. it was gung-ho, it was gaps. When when opposition was on the counter-attack, it was acres of space and gaps. And it was like, you know, five onto two and four onto two. It, it was just woeful. Um, you I, I was hoping the penny would drop and something would tell him, you know, I've got to go back to basics. But he didn't. And we anyway, everyone watching the games, everyone in the stadium, at Blues or away from home could see what is going on. Why can't we just go back to basics? But I think it was a, a streak of sort of stubbornness. He just kept with his high press, and it it wasn't working, and he just persevered with it. And it was um, it was a death knell for him, really. That's
0: that's interesting, actually, the high press because like we all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. New in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: You you know, you're playing this really high line of defence up the pitch. Now, bear mm. in mind, Eustace did not play that with Birmingham City. That You know, they, they had their job. They were sticking to it. That's what they did. And mm. to all of a sudden go, hey, go 20 yards further up that pitch. And, and when it yeah. gets kicked over the top, run back. And, and you're thinking, run? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait run are you are you winding me up <laughs> yeah it
2: was imagine. uh it was, it was it was bonkers it was um it was the most bizarre style and it's it just a pig's ear i can't i can't put it any any all right we've got see, a few
0: strong words got... indeed smart that strong words
2: <laughs> oh yeah i forgot who, who, you know who i'm talking to but uh no, it was... um. It was bizarre. I mean, we got a few decent results. You know, we got a couple of decent results, but, mm-hmm. you know, chances are you're going to in this, in this league. Yeah, but bear um, in
0: mind, the result that you got under Wayne Rooney, you were already... It was us. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I you know. know we, we, we were bottom of the league up diarrhea drive without a saddle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, like, like uh, you know, oh, you beat Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, well done. Well done,
2: Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the queue, pal. Yeah, I know. That was his first win as well, yeah. But, um... Yeah, it was uh, by and large. It was. um, It was. It's just we've made a lot of mistakes in our history with certain certain signings, certain managers, and that was Mm -hmm. possibly one of the most monumental we've ever made. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know. And you've had um, Steve
0: Bruce in charge. Do you know what I mean? We have
2: had had Bruce here, but um, (laughs) okay, yeah.
0: so let's let's talk about Tony Mowbray, right now. I've got a good pal who's a Blackburn fan and speaks mm. very highly of Tony Mowbray and the work he did yeah. to get them out of League One. And um, and there there was an element where they were quite they were quite sad about about losing him uh, at Blackburn, and then and then where did he go? He's been somewhere else since, hasn't he? Um,
2: Sunderland.
0: Yeah, he was at Sunderland. I, I thought he was unfortunate there. If I'm honest, I felt like absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but there must have been an element of your fan base that where yeah. all of a sudden it was it was polarized. Like it's not a glamorous appointment on one hand, but on this yeah. hand, I, I'm definitely in this camp. I think Mowbray is a very shrewd appointment given the predicament that, that Rooney left the club in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at one point it was looking like Steve Cooper might come in, which I wouldn't have been averse to. Um yeah. quite lucky he was he was one of the bookies favourites. Um I mean again people were saying oh we could get Eustace back or we could get Rowick back but I I wouldn't have gone for that to be honest. Um I think it never worked second time round. No. Um never does. so no. I think uh, Mo Brayle's quite quite tough. Like I say, we were polarized. I mean, some people were like, Oh, he's a dinosaur and oh are we are gonna have boring football, but it, it's nothing like that. It's it, it's really on the front foot, it's yep. back to basics a little bit. Um it mixes it up and it's it's good to watch. It's it's good. All right. The last couple of results have, have been um with losses, but Saturday uh, against the Albion, um, you know, we, we we more or less dominated. Um, I know we end up losing 1-0 you know, um, sucker punch, really. But, yeah, it's enjoyable. It's it's not a chore anymore. Put it that way. It's yeah. not a chore. Games are looking forward to them again. So, yeah, um
0: that's, uh, that's a nice place to be. Now, given your predicament in, in the league, I said predicament in the league, I'd love to be where you are. Now, you guys are what, eight, 18th in the league. I mean, you're not staring relegation in the face. Is that wow. a genuine concern from your end? Because when you look at the rest of the teams, you must look down at people like ourselves, Rotherham, QPR, Huddersfield, and you're thinking, we're, we're not at that level. We're not down there with those guys. I mean, we look at the other teams around us thinking, we shouldn't be
2: down here. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are we
0: doing it's in not, this gang?
2: <laughs> it's not fun, is it? Um, no. Um, no, I mean, you can never rest on your laurels. I mean, to be honest, you know, you, you can never rest on your laurels. And then I know the cushion's been sort of halved a little bit because it was seven points. It's gone down to four. Um, mm-hmm. And we, the weird thing is we've actually gone up a place. We've gone up to, like, 19th, despite losing on Saturday, which is, you know... It's bittersweet, but, um, I, I don't think i fear a relegation battle anymore, if I'm honest. Um, mm. I know I, you can never say never, but I think we'll be okay. Um, I mean, mid table is success for us. I mean, it might sound boring to a lot of people, but after the car crash, yeah, yeah. Mid table is success all day long. Um, we're fed up with existing. We've just finished, you know, around about 17th for the last, God knows how many seasons. Um, and it's getting boring. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we don't, we've don't. we got some big games coming up, at least, you know, starting with Friday. Um, some really winnable sort of games. So if we can get, get go on a run, um, I think we'll pull away, you know. In many ways, I mean, it's, it's not so much league position this year as long as we stay up because we know that in the summer there's going to be some investment. Yeah. You know, it won't be mega millions, but we, we will be OK with, you know, financial fair play and all the rest of it. And we will be able to, to strengthen. So, yeah, get to May, you know, and uh, I'd take 14th, 15th. That that'll do me.
0: I'd, I'd take 20th, if only. Like, <laughs> I,
2: yeah, I
0: bet you would. I yeah, bet yeah. you would. So, t- let's talk about Friday then. Let's talk about the upcoming game. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you've got uh, the, um, the the leader of the uh, Birmingham City fan club in the middle of our centre midfield. Um, he, he loves He loves playing Birmingham. He loves Birmingham. Uh, I know you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was just doing uh, half an hour with uh, with your colleague Craig on your show, and uh, he, he got referred to as the man who should not be named. So, uh, <laughs> so so Craig said, Craig
2: said that about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we've
0: got we've got middle in the Mill Park, and he, he does love a game against Birmingham. He, you know, especially one for the cameras and all. So, uh, mm. you know, he, he's going to be a turn up for the box. But is there anybody we should be keeping an eye out on?
2: We've got a few. Yeah, I mean, well, Jay, I mean, start, for example, Jay Stansfield up front. I mean, we've got mm. him loan from Fulham. I don't think for a minute we'll be able to keep hold of him. But he's a right live wire. Um You know, he's at the centre of most of our attacks, to be honest. And you've really got to watch, watch Jay because he's, you know, he can go out wide and collect the ball. He can create stuff. Um,
0: our defence are going to have a right laugh.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you gotta watch out for um probably a uh, little Miyoshi as well, our little uh, yep. Japanese international. He's yeah, another yeah. clever little player. Um hey, uh, he
0: played well against us the last time round, was that is that the geezer? Yes,
2: that's right. yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. He's he's a little live wire. Um we've just signed probably familiar with Pritchard from Sunderland. Wow. Um and he's he's an absolute bargain for a hundred grand. He's tight. he played um made his debut against the Albion on Saturday. And he, he only played a half because he sort of lack of fitness, but he ran the show And from midfield. He was absolutely superb. So, yeah, we've got, we've got a few. Um, you know, Jordan James scored against you guys back back in November. He's, uh, he's he's coming on strong in midfield as well. We've actually got competition for places, which we haven't had for a few weeks. Um, so people like Scott Hogan, you know, he'll be lucky to be on the bench. But um, a few months back, he was our main, you know, one of our main, Threats, if you like, um, yeah. but it's a nice, it's a nice position to be in. To be fair, so yeah, absolutely.
0: absolutely. Yeah. So uh, go on, then. I'm going to trouble you for a score prediction. Then, what do you think it's going to be? How, how do you feel it's going to go?
2: I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people outside of our two clubs think. Um, if I'm per- if I'm honest, I think if we play like we did against West Brom and we did against Leicester in the cup, I think we'll scrape it. So I know you guys probably won't like me saying it, but I'm going to go for two-one blues. That's exactly what your colleague
0: Craig said. He said exactly the same
2: scoreline. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, so uh, I I assume you two probably don't uh,
0: agree on most things, but you did on that one via proxy on our show. (laughs) So, uh, so that's not too bad. Listen, Adam, uh, you know, uh, Mark. Sorry, I I was reading your surname there. My apologies, Mark. I uh, thank you very much for joining us this evening, and uh, you know, let's let's hope it's a good ding dong battle on Friday. See you later.
1: on 116-123. That's 116-123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxers coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubash Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk sport Powered by fans.